welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin. Today's story was told in May of 2008, and it is the conclusion of the Growing Elder stories. When we last left off, the Frost Fairies had discovered that the seed had survived and grown into a tree. Now, Winella and Flip-Flop race back to Neverland, bringing the trees the items it needs. Will they be in time? And now for the conclusion. Winella and Flip-Flop flew on their mushrooms all through the night and straight on until morning. As the sun rose over the horizon, they could see below them the island of Neverland, with its pirate ship floating in the bay and its volcano. Winella knew where they were headed, and Flip-Flop followed her down to ground at the base of the volcano on the western slope. Why were they headed to the volcano? Lynn's house was at the base of the volcano. As Winella came in to land with Flip-Flop next to her, she could see there was something very peculiar about the tree. It was glowing just slightly, and all of its leaves had changed to a deep golden color since she had last seen it. Lynn was standing out in the yard, looking at them as they landed. She said, I could feel that something was happening. I knew that you must be on your way, Winella. She said, who's this? Flip-Flop jumped off his mushroom and made his most elegant bow and said, I am Flip-Flop, Prince of the Cats. It is a pleasure to meet you. And Lynn returned his bow with a bow of her own and said, I am Lynn. It's hard to curtsy when you're a cat. Oh, you have to, like, curtsy off her legs. Yeah, which is And bowing is hard, too. Yeah. She said, I am Lynn. And Flip-Flop said, the magical cat? And Lynn said, yep, that's me. Wow, said Flip-Flop. I didn't even know you really existed. I thought you were just a story. Lynn took one of her own paws and poked herself with it. She said, yep. It looks like I really exist. <laughs> Flip-Flop looked at her for a second and then howled with laughter. He said, I love it. You're magical and you're funny too? That's fantastic. Oh, well, it's, a real, it's a real pleasure to meet you. And Lynn said, well, it's a pleasure to... And then she stopped. She said, there's something not right. She looked over her shoulder and there from behind her house stepped out a being covered in ice armor. Flip-Flop said, Frostbite! Lynn said, Winella, do what you need to do. I'll take care of this. She stalked over and put herself between Winella and Flip-Flop in the tree and Frostbite. Step aside, little kitty, said Frostbite. I'd hate to see you get hurt. Lynn's tail went up her fur stood up and her ears laid back and she said she said it would be a shame if one of us got hurt why don't you run along home little fairy frostbite said i don't think so and he pointed his wand he zapped but lynn was no longer standing where she had been she was in that instant suddenly behind frostbite 
and she swiped at the back of his leg with his frost armor, and his knees buckled out from underneath him, and he fell to the ground. But then he rolled and zapped back at her again, and they began to battle back and forth. Winella and Flip-Flop stood there for a moment, and Lynn, until Lynn yelled, Go! Winella ran over to the tree and opened her knapsack. There she could see that at the base of the tree, between the two biggest roots, a little sort of cave had formed. And somehow she knew that that was where she was supposed to put everything. Put everything. So she began to put the items in one at a time. The dragon spit out of the jar, the fairy dust she had collected. She put the first five things in, and then she took out the Omni Harp. She looked over at Lynn. Lynn appeared to be winning. Frostbite did not look so good. His frost armor had big gouges out of it from Lynn's claws, and he seemed to be moving and zapping much more slowly than he had been. Lynn, on the other hand, didn't seem to be slowed down much at all. One of her paws, she was sort of limping a little bit, and it had a little sort of frost on it, but for the most part, she looked like she could clearly hold Frostbite off as long as she needed to. Manila thought, okay, song of my heart, song of my heart, song of my heart. Um, now, Diana, if you were Vanilla, what would you think the song of your heart would be right now? Um, I know you. And that is what Vanilla did. She, she struck, strummed her fingers across the army harp, and she put her mouth right down to the hole, and she sang... Uh she heard something that made her stop singing. She heard this. <laughs> she looked up and saw Jack Frost, also covered in his ice armor, with Everest glowing in his hand, stepping towards her. In an instant, Lynn was there. Hurry, she said. I can't hold them both for long. Everest was much more powerful and much stronger than Frostbite's wand, and now Lynn was having to dodge blasts from both ice wands. I've got to go help her, said Flip-Flop. No, said Winella, I'm going to need you. She put her mouth back down to the hole and sang as quickly as she could. And then she looked up. She saw that one of Lynn's paws was completely covered in ice, and another of two of her paws were covered in frost. She was barely dodging the blasts from, from Everest now. Quick flip-flop, she said. Make me laugh. I don't feel like laughing. I don't feel like telling a joke, said Flip-flop. Tell me your best one, said Vanilla. Flip-flop said, um, okay. And now, if you were Flip-flop and you had to tell your very best joke, Rebecca, what would you tell? Why did the rooster cross the road? Why did the rooster cross the road, said Vanilla. Because the chicken and the elephant were having a day off. Vanilla smirked, and then she giggled, and then she laughed. <laughs> Just as she laughed, Jack Frost hit Lynn full on with a blast from Everest, and she froze solid. Then he turned, and he pointed it right at Winella. Winella backed up against the tree. 
Jack Frost fired Everest. Flip-Flop leaped between them, and the blast of ice hit him. Instead, he fell to the ground, frozen solid. As he did, Winella, with her hands behind her on the tree, felt something not quite smooth on the tree trunk. She put her hand around it and could feel it was a piece of the trunk, except now it wasn't. It was separate. It felt like a... And as Jack Frost raised his wand to fire at her, Winella gripped the wand that was behind her, and she felt it grow warm in her hand. And she felt inside, almost as if it was speaking through her bones. She felt some warm voice, the voice she knew of the tree and the wand, saying, Behold, I am Elder. And as Jack Frost fired, Winella whipped the wand out from behind her, and it glowed in her hand. And as the ice bolt came in, in front of the wand, a shield of light spread in front of her, and the ice hit the light shield and shattered. And then Winella said, No more. And first she sapped, and Frostbite was gone, sent back to the South Pole. And then she sapped, and just as Jack Frost saw the light coming, he ducked aside. It hit his ice armor in the shoulder, though, and the ice armor melted away. He zapped again, and Winella had to duck. And then he zapped the tree behind her, and it started to grow cold. But Winella turned, and she waved the wand over the tree, and the ice melted off. But while she had her back turned, Jack Frost zapped her right in the back, and she could feel the ice forming on her back. But as the ice made her back grow cold, she felt warmth spreading down her arm from Elder. And it spread over her back, and she felt normal again, and she turned, and she zapped Jack Frost just as he zapped Everest at her. And the light from Elder, and the light and the frost from Everest hit one another, and the light from Elder consumed the frost, and it went back down the frost beam until it hit Everest, and Everest shattered. And then Vanella said, Goodbye, Jack Frost. Trouble us no more. And she zapped him. And she sent him back to the land where frost fairies come from. And then she waved Elder over Flip-Flop. And she waved Elder over Lynn. And the ice around them was melted. And Flip-Flop said, Thank you. And, and Lynn looked at and her and she said, Thank you. And Winella said, No. Thank both of you. I could not have done this without you. And Lynn said, You have something else to do, Winella. Go. And so she did. Winella knew how, from wand school, Elder grew brighter and brighter until she had to close her eyes tight. And when she opened them, she was standing in front of Jack Frost's ice castle. And she waved Elder. And with that wave, the ice castle and all the goblins inside it were transported back to the land of the frost fairies. And then she, Elder grew bright again, and Winella squeezed her eyes shut, and she opened them, and she was standing in the throne room of Fairyland.
she was standing in front of the king and queen of fairyland and she said behold the wand of the seed of the tree it has returned and then she zapped into the floor and in the floor grew out this warm glowing yellow crystal and she set elder in midair and the crystal grew up around it and after the crystal grew up around it the wand glowed brighter and brighter and Winella said frost fairies may no longer enter fairyland without the permission of the king and queen elder will remain here a wand of no one fairy but protector of all until the day when it is again needed and then king oberon and queen titania both bowed their heads to anella and they said we thank you you have been the last guardian of the seed and the restorer of fairyland you are a heroine to the fairies and any time you are in need we are in your debt and then all the fairies bowed to anella or curtsied or curtsied and anella said was i was fairy, happy it was a girl i was happy to do it my friends she said may you live in peace and then she turned and she walked out and she went home because after all of these adventures she was very tired and ready for a good night's thanks for listening to stories for wonderful children I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.